Couch Talk. Hello and welcome to Couch Talk. Today we have Mahesh Shethraman, who can be found on Twitter at Cornered and on the blog at cornered.posterers.com. Uh, he's with us to discuss in detail the average cricket fan's experience in India. Uh, we'll talk about the apparent uh, shafting of the Indian fans uh, at the hands of TV networks, broadcasters, and the people running the stadiums and cricket in general in India. Mahesh, welcome to the show. Hey, Subhash. Good to be back. Uh, let's begin with the type of cricket coverage you get on Indian television, uh, especially when India are playing. It's, it's atrocious. In what way? It's, it's, I mean, you can't watch cricket, you know. It's, it's a clatter. It's, it's, I mean, in a sea of advertisement, there's some cricket in between. Almost every ball is followed by one uh, L-shaped ad that occupies one-fourth of the screen at least. And sometimes it uh, intervenes during the ball is being bowled, while the ball is being bowled. Almost, I mean, in an over, you, you get on an average four to five ads. That is between the over. I'm not even talking about the ads at the over. It is ridiculous. How can you allow that to happen? I mean, you've sort of taken up uh, the case of uh, how broadcasters and networks are sort of taking us for granted. I mean, the fundamental problem is BCCI broadcasters. As part of the contract, they can clearly define what is allowed and what is not allowed. These things shouldn't be allowed. And it's very easy to draft a contract in such a way that there is a break clause for it. You can get out of it. You can uh, terminate the contract if somebody is not obliging. It's as easy as that. If they're not doing it, it means they've got an implicit permission uh, to to do this uh, nonsense from BCCI. See, the last time I saw live coverage of cricket on Indian television was uh, in the late 90s. You know, back then you had uh, four to five ball overs. You know, before an over started, you know, uh, the ads will be just coming off the break. And then uh, before the sixth ball is completed, they'll go to commercial break. Uh, that was no, the limit fair, of it. Yeah. To be fair, even yeah, it started improving in the 90s, probably early 90s, you're true. <laughs> the entry of satellite television, the ESPN and the Star Sports and all that, uh, it really started improving. Uh, even though, I mean, so on the odd occasions, we had the DD coverage and we still had these issues. But we really moved on in the 90s, okay? But the thing is, during the 90s, we used to complain about the quality of coverage. We wanted insightful commentary and, you know, extra analysis and all that. Uh, and uh, and today, I mean, that seems too much of a luxury for us. I mean, I'm not even asking for that. I, I am happy to sort of put that on mute and watch TV. But just allow me to watch TV, man. Just, just show me the full screen. This is my fundamental connect with my game. I don't go to stadiums for every match. Out of the 100 matches that I see, I probably go to the stadiums twice or thrice. I mean, I can't afford to go to every, mm-hmm. every place uh, where a match is happening. And, I mean, this is my fundamental connect. And if you're going to screw that up, I'm sorry. I mean, you're basically saying fuck off. <laughs> it's, you know, I feel like a junkie in a land where, uh, where grass is banned, you know. Like, you really feel like you're dealing with some kind of underworld where there's no other recourse for you. You can't go and complain. There is no redressal forum. There is no feedback mechanism. Like, how else can you tell people that this is not on? Just because I'm addicted to the game. I mean, sometimes I wonder if it's really worth it. Cricket honestly doesn't deserve the kind of following that it gets in India, given the way they treat us, you know. If I, if I had not invested so heavily into this game, I would have given up on the game right now, not because of spot fixing, not because of, uh, you know, lack of balance between bat and ball, not because of the emergence of T20, but primarily because of the TV coverage that we get in India. Oh my God, it's a shame. I mean, I, I'm going to get a treatment for hypertension soon at this rate. I'm surprised that I've not broken my TV yet. Oh, my God, it's atrocious. Um, you said, you know, 
you laid the blame, you laid the blame squarely on uh, BCCI. Before we get there, um, yeah. I want to ask you a few more questions in terms of, uh, sure. you know, BCCI right now basically has its own network, you know, the uh, Indian domestic, ma- I mean, domestic matches and international matches that are played at home covered by NEO and uh, you have ESPN and 10 Sports bringing in coverage from around the world. Um, is it mm-hmm. the same for uh, all the networks or one is better than the other? No, to be, uh, I mean, all are bad. Uh, Neo started it, okay. So the way it's, or rather it started with IPL, to be honest. So when the, when the IPL became from eight teams to 10 teams in 2010, right? So that is when they st- somehow wanted to create new avenues for, uh, you know, additional revenue. And they ended up doing this uh, shit on an experimental basis. Since uh, they saw BCCI themselves doing it, it's practically their own tournament and, you know, everything is dictated by them. Uh, Neo thought there's nothing wrong in them also doing it. So it started with, their own one day years, then it sort of crept into test matches. Then 10 cricket just took it to a different level. I mean, 10 cricket is just, I think they have a right to sort of uh, show advertisements. In between, they have a right to show some cricket maybe, <laughs> if, if really they feel bored of showing some ads. Uh, I mean, it was during the uh, India tour to South Africa, which was carried by 10 sports across the world, which is when I got... Oh, that, see- was the, that was the worst. If people are still watching cricket after that nonsense, it really shows that you don't have to do anything to make people watch cricket. They will do whatever, uh, I mean, no matter what you give them, they'll watch cricket. It's, it's, a, it's like a junkie, okay? You, you, are, you are desperate for a dosage, they'll, they'll give you the dosage at whatever quality they feel like, and you take it, that's it. All the broadcasters, networks are to be blamed, and, but then the source of the problem, in your opinion, is BCCI, correct? Yeah, I would say that. See, I mean, I'm being a little too sort of uh, uh, narrow when I say that. See, there are many issues here. First of all, as per the Broadcasting Ministry guidelines in the country, which is India, uh, all these are illegal. So when a live match is going on, you can't have any uh, intrusion in it at all. It's illegal, straight uh, and clear. But unfortunately, none of the television channels, not just the sports network, don't adhere to the norms as per uh, in, in terms of how much advertisement is allowed in a one-hour program or so on or so. So that is one problem, but uh, uh, it has a completely different connotation because uh, uh, the guidelines have not been revised for a long, long time. So it's it's commercially not possible for them to adhere to the guidelines. So even the ministry of uh, doesn't bother much, and the channels don't bother much and stuff. Now the second level is that at at a contract, why is it not happening? Why was it not happening before? But why is it that it started happening in cricket only now? Because they know they can get away with it. I almost feel like they've been given this uh, option for by the BCCI by not doing anything about it. I mean, I remember Rajiv Shukla came on one of the uh, chat shows with Hasha Bogle on Crickinfo. And when this question was raised to him, he was, I mean, <laughs> he, he gave an incredible reply. He said, we've been asking the channels not to show. What can we do? They're not listening. I mean, like, dude, really? <laughs> you should, I mean, being the vice president of BCCI, you should know better. So tomorrow, if there is a spot-fixing trial and he's the head of that committee, anti-whatever, corruption committee or something, he'll probably go tell Salman, but hey, dude, you know, don't fix, no. Why are you doing this? And he'll say, no, fuck off. And then, like, okay, I told Salman, but, but he's not listening. What can I do? I mean, this is the kind of reply that you get. How is it acceptable? And what can we do about it? Is there any mechanism by which we can correct it? There is no mechanism. At least in Indian government, um, I mean, of which we have very little hope anyway, at least we have a choice to vote. Here, there is nothing. That, that was going to be my next question in the sense, how do you put an end to this? You know, if BCCI, who are the, uh, you know, they are the ones taking care of the sport in India, 
they won't do it and the information uh, take, taking care is a very big word very very big word they're supposed to take care but they're doing anything but that <laughs> okay in theory they are the ones supposed to be taking care of it uh, and the information and broadcasting ministry which has the rights uh, you know for uh, overseeing all this uh, in the country they won't do it uh they won't revise their codes and um no but but getting to the broadcasting information broadcasting ministry is a little too far i'm saying at a bcca level for instance if bcca intent is very clear that they don't want all this rubbish and then they establish that they can't control then we can go to the level of broadcasting and information ministry mm. One, at this level i don't think this is even trying in fact it's encouraging i, I mean come on um, any guy who's ever uh, uh, entered into a contract understands how a break clause works it's very very simple you just have to write about 10 lines of what is a proper and what is not and if that's not adhered to you'll your contract will be terminated and there are there are networks willing to take over the contract i mean most of these contracts were entered into much before all these intrusive ads came in so they're making a killing now by paying a much lesser price earlier and doing this now and at this rate phone you will not see any i mean almost every part of the screen will be, will be covered with ads I I don't have words to explain this how can anybody tolerate this nonsense I can't believe this I mean I have seriously thought about giving up on the game I mean not that I'm a big deal or something but I, I'm sure there are a lot of other people who are going through a similar uh, sort of uh, process or you know but you may have some people telling you you know because recently BCCI has come up with their online stream um you know bcci.tv uh, for people outside india it's uh, instantaneous stream but for people in india um it comes with a few minutes delay i think 5 minutes so if you are so aggravated by the ads then i mean it's not a fair choice that you're being asked to sacrifice watching live cricket as it happening um but no it is wrong at so many levels not just the 5 minutes delay of course which is a very big reason why i wouldn't take it but it's wrong so many levels i mean what is the target audience for an internet uh, stream i mean is that uh, the uh, the majority of indian cricket watchers no and what if i really want to watch it in a tv i mean you can't come and tell me oh, okay you have this alternate option or just suggest dude it's just not on with the fact that uh, bcca is not going to act on it the networks are going to take advantage of whatever contracts that are in place are or not in place um so basically what are the fans supposed to do you know i have no idea i mean i i'm i'm looking for an answer for the last 2 years I mean is it possible I, I mean I go I go to each of the network forums for instance when 10 cricket or 10 sports is telecasting a match I go to their feedback form uh, I mean feedback uh, sort of uh, uh, space that they have in their website and and write so many mails that that uh, I mean uh, only a depressed guy is capable of doing and I have written letters to BCCI about this nonsense uh, despite knowing that they're not going to do anything about it I have written letters to the ministry of uh, broadcasting and I I'm sure nothing is going to happen there as well In fact one of the uh, officials from the ministry came on that uh, same talk show with Harsha and he he also said that last time they got a lot of complaints so they wrote to 10 cricket I mean what is the point of writing to somebody cancel their license if you want it's so it's all hand in glove you don't know who's who's a person to go to there's just no hope okay i mean two years back or uh, two and a half years back shriram dayanand wrote a masterful rant in cricket for uh, stop pissing in my coffee i mean we thought cricket is at its worst at that stage and quite amazingly it's really gone down even further from there i mean to me that looks like an ideal scenario now you know i would be more than happy to go back to that uh, um, um, that time i mean it doesn't happen in any other field forget a sport 
I mean, cricket is making so much more money now, and so much more money primarily because of the Indian audience. And look who's look who's getting jacked. It's us. So we pay money for cricket to get become richer, and we don't get any better deal. In fact, we get a much worse deal than what it what it used to be before. I mean, can you imagine saying that? Please take me back to the Dalmia days. I'll be delighted. <laughs> that I mean, that is the state of affairs today. So. The other avenue is uh, the big cricket portals and the magazines and the newspapers provide a voice, a collective voice for the fan. If they can, can't they be making enough noise to grab the attention of these folks? They should be ideally, but uh, none of them are doing it, or at least most of them are not doing it. There is some odd noise that you get from cricket for once in a while, but apart from that, there's very little noise and uh, voice rather. Most of them are noise. And uh, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't know why. Probably they're afraid of BCA. BCA is such a big bully that if they cancel their, uh, you know, press license, I mean, whatever, the, the uh, rights to cover the matches live and all that. No, Crickinfo is already paying the price if you look at it. I mean, who will deny Crickinfo their, uh, you know, uh, press passes or the accreditation? I mean, Crickinfo is such a huge entity. How can you deny Crickinfo's rights? It's simple media rights. They're not asking for too much. They just want another seat in the press box. Simple as that. And what is the reason? Because it's a website, it seems. And look at what happened. The uh, Ranji Trophy matches are not allowed to be covered live by any other institution because the BCCA owns the scores. So to, and when we want to find live scores, we couldn't get it because BCCA website was not functional. It was down. So an entire day of uh, all Ranji matches put together, we couldn't track the live scores because BCCA didn't want us to pro- probably watch it or I don't know what. So you... As it is, the Ranji Trophy, people are saying it's dying and st- stuff like that. And the little odd... Uh, I mean, the small amount of people that are interested in the game are also not allowed to follow it. And what's the point? That is a pretty depressing scenario. Um, so, as an Indian fan living in India, you are resigned to your fate? Yeah, I mean, uh, the only, I mean, people eventually resort to, you know, if you don't like it, give up and stuff like that. I mean, see, it's a very weird uh, sort of a thing, okay? Why should I give up on the game that I love, give up on the cricketers that I really admire, just because some idiot in between is doing this shit? It's not like I'm let down by Sachin or I'm let down by Rahul Dravid. I still look up to them. But it's because of these guys in between that I'm I'm sort of contemplating giving up on the game. And I'm very serious. I'm not exaggerating at all. Every time I switch on the TV and I see those intrusive ads, it pisses me off. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. I've spoken to a lot of people. Some of them have somehow found a way to sort of not uh, let them affect it too much. But they're only trying, you know. So, you know, you're a veteran of sorts when it comes to uh, watching cricket in the stadium in India, aren't you? But this is not part of the deal. You can't take my case in a podcast. Come on. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm not taking it. You know, you've been to plenty of matches, plenty of uh, significant matches. Um, yeah. And we saw uh, recently, you know, in the ongoing um, India versus West Indies series, in the match at Ferocia Kotla, uh, Fans had a tough time getting into the stadium. Number one, the ticket counters were closed because it was a Sunday and they had to park five kilometers away from the stadium and uh, there was no uh, mode of transportation provided for the fans from where they had to park and get to here. Uh, so they had to share uh, taxis and autos and stuff. Um, and then when they get to the ground, they are made to run around uh, to find a bank that would sell them uh, season tickets instead of day tickets to get into the ground and a lot of them went back home disappointed because they'd spent enough money and all that and still they couldn't get in because they had uh, you know either a camera or a tablet phone or whatnot um 
how have your experiences been you've been to many different grounds within india uh, thankfully it's never been as uh, bad as things seems to be uh, seem to be in delhi but it's been bad i mean it's been pathetic to to think that something could be worse than the experience that i had in let's say bombay or bangalore or chennai uh, i mean it's really sad i mean i i went for the one day match uh, india england one day match in bombay recently six of us went it was a fairly hot day and we took a bag to take six caps for each of us and they didn't allow that in they said so sorry bags not on like where do i leave the bags go back home and give it like that's 20 kilometers away i don't care why well, or why don't you give the bag to some watchman here some you know watchman outside an apartment here I'm like wow what a brilliant solution <laughs> so you are actually saying i can't take a cap inside when it's hot and not that I, uh, the not that caps are available inside either at least if i if i have the option of buying a cap inside it is at least okay partially and i go in toilets are fucking some storage space okay all the dump that they are uh, they have to store for the reconstruction that's going on there they stored it in the toilet comfortably in the knowledge that nobody is going to use it or even if somebody uses it then nobody will complain i think the only reason why bcci doesn't uh, or uh, let's say all the cricket stadiums let me be more correct the respective state associations don't uh, allow cameras inside is because nobody wants uh, people to capture all that shit that goes on inside just a shot of the toilet would have been enough to tell you that uh, our commonwealth gr- uh, games preparation were uh, much better than this hmm. and seats are so dirty i mean you pay 2000 bucks for nothing i mean 2000 rupees is a lot of money in india It's certainly so, i mean 2000 rupees is a lot of money anywhere uh, anywhere especially in india and that too for a for a meaningless one day match it's not even like an important match some random series that bca wanted to sort of do as a compromise and they nice one series i mean we uh, at trust when we used to play tennis ball uh, matches we had a better sense of organizing matches we had more context than this so to gain a bit of perspective um you know you've been to few ipl matches as well you know for what it's worth they are private enterprises and uh, supposedly the in stadium fan experience is better than what it might be when india is playing in say bombay delhi calcutta or uh, chennai bangalore um how would you compare those experiences from ipl to when india are playing uh, i don't know i've been to a few matches uh, in ipl in both bombay and uh, madras uh, i'm not sure some from some people i've heard that bangalore experience is a little better but as far as the rest of the places are concerned i think it's only marginally better i'll tell you what is better uh, the, the security uh, the number of security personnel uh, that are out there Uh, there are a lot more i mean basically the number of staffs in every department is a lot more so it's a little more fast in terms of you getting into the stadium and stuff and there are a lot more food stalls and by which they make more money so i guess private enterprises at least uh, have realized that uh, but otherwise uh, the 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 hygiene in terms of other uh, aspects uh, remains the same one other factor is that ipl matches happen like you know there are seven matches in a season so if you go for the second or third match your seats are fairly clean because somebody else had already done the job for you in the first match they sat in a dirty <laughs> chair and made it a little cleaner so the next match you go it's a little cleaner nobody bothers to clean the chairs and all that's no not on that's against indian culture so if somebody wants to watch cricket in india basically they are screwed whether uh, on tv or inside a stadium well, in the last two years on tv is is horrible i mean um, if you really want to give up on the game and you want the reason come to india and watch matches in india you'll give up on the game for sure now i'm saying in the 90s and i when i or let's say late 90s early 2000s when i st- first started sort of going to stadiums and watching matches uh, at least uh, two things one my expectations itself was low because the rest of the country was also i mean not great in terms of infrastructure and stuff today the kind of offices that people go to they, i mean they're swanky offices the kind of professionalism that you get in private sector enterprises are insane i mean it's it's world class it's uh, on par with any of the developed countries and then you go to a cricket stadium and you see this it's atrocious and it's not like cricket is a poor game mm-hmm. okay 
So it's been they're taking us for granted because they know they can take us for granted. There is no solution to it. I mean, and the only solution is to give up on the game, okay? Which is not going to happen, or which will take a long time to happen. Maybe that's. Maybe that will be the catalyst for the change. I do not know. Um, but, you know, there are people that would say, you know, we are like this, you know, change happens slowly. And uh, I think that is total BS. Because on the in other avenues of life in India, we have seen how quickly change has been uh, adopted and people have adapted to it and have progressed faster and faster. Whereas in this case, because of this giant market that is there, so they're trying to get away with murder. And, no, uh, which is one thing, which is one thing. But the thing is, even in the 90s, it, it was a giant market, okay? There was some some uh, ethics somewhere or some sense of what is right, what is wrong then, that they didn't do all this shit. Now, they've, they've gone completely naked, Macha. They're like, I will screw you, fucker, bastard, you do what you can. And that's only in the last two or three years, to be honest. So before that, it was a little better. Before that, our problems are more uh, uh, higher order problems, not so basic. I mean, that time we used to worry about having quality commentary, you know, better technology in terms of telecast, better packaging of programs and highlights and special cricket programs and stuff. Today, I, I mean, I've given up on all that. That's, that seems too much of a luck for me. Just give me my basic dosage and give that right. Just show me six balls and over without any intrusion. Simple as that. And I'm surprised that, that the companies that are advertising are advertising this. Because, I mean, to be honest, you won't believe this. I made it a conscious attempt not to buy or uh, services of companies that advertise those intrusive uh, apps on, uh, on uh, TV while the match is on. The only product which I'm trying to get rid of till now is the Docomo one. And I would so happily throw it. You won't believe this. I'm extremely happy with their service. I was very pissed with Airtel. I was very pissed with Vodafone. So far, I've been extremely happy with Docomo. But the only reason I'll, why I want to chuck that service is because of those nonsense ads that comes on TV. Yeah, I mean, that is, like, that's the other angle where, you know, the companies get negatively affected because of this. Like, wouldn't they... Correct, but they take time, no. They take time to get that feedback and change. And there are enough companies in India which just wants an eyeball, Okay. See, if it's about Docomo, Docomo will realize that it's probably getting them negative feedback. If it is some Amit Enterprises or some Sendil uh, Steel Bars, <laughs> they will still advertise because that's something that they'll come to know. If you look at the standard of uh, the, the kind of products that are, that are being advertised, you will really see that. It's not the, the blue chips which are advertising right now. In the good old days, you'll only see the blue chips advertising. Yeah, you'll see because they had the funds. growth rage and stuff, yeah. Huh. Now, some random shit, you know, Rupa underwear will start, uh, Rasati 90s will start soon. It's, it's like that. <laughs> I'm not joking. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. You, even, even Sachin's, the kind of product that Sachin endorses has changed, so to say. I mean, he's endorsing some brand, Amit Enterprises. Really? Would you expect Sachin to do that? So, cricket, though it has become richer, but it has become richer by diluting its quality. See, tomorrow, Wimbledon can make 100 times the money that it turns by putting an ad everywhere. Mm. Why Wimbledon is so special? Because they are bothered about valuation. They are not bothered about revenue. See, at the end of the day, sports institutions, even if you look at it uh, from an economic sort of uh, point of view, they are really about valuation. They need to have enough revenue to sustain uh, whatever they are doing, mm-hmm. their ecosystem. But outside of that, they don't need additional money. They're, they're, nobody is going to pay them more because they are making more money. Their entire thing comes down to valuation. What is the value of your property? If you have to sell the whole game of cricket tomorrow, how much would it be worth? So from that sense, cricket in terms of valuation today is lesser than what it was 10 years back. I can, ask, I mean, I can easily sort of work it out and prove it. Uh, despite all this, 
there is a joy in watching a match live in india in the in the stadium in india the, the kind of atmosphere that you get is just incredible it's you can't see that anywhere else i mean yeah, i'm very very partial to chennai in that sense uh, especially for a test match kind of crowd that you get in chennai is just incredible you'll you'll meet so many people someone who's seen vishwanath 97 gavaskar's 1100 who's probably seen gary sober's bat and stuff and they'll share stories i mean i've seen one guy who talks about vishwanath 97 every time he comes to the uh, the stadium i mean there's a certain kind of relationship that you have with people who are in the who come to the same stand every time i mean recently i met a guy in bombay and he was like uh, hey are you are you not the guy who comes to d stand for for every match i was like wow <laughs> that's a good way to sort of identify me <laughs> <laughs> so i'm saying in that sense it's a great experience the kind of people that you watch the match with make it a great experience so it is indeed uh, you know a must uh, do thing for people coming from outside but that is despite all the other things that uh, the the authorities do to screw your experience and uh, in terms of tv watching i mean cricket on tv uh, experience uh, because you know that's the primary way an average fan can get access to cricket so this rotten practices of the networks and bcci not putting an end to it is going to continue i mean uh, i i i hope it does not but i don't see why they're going to stop it unless somebody puts their foot down and say this is not on or unless people start giving up uh, giving up on the game i mean i don't know i wish i had a solution i wish somebody could like come and give me a solution for that honestly that's like the biggest uh, ambivalence of my life today i can't switch on the tv and watch in fact i was uh, very happy to watch the new zealand zimbabwe match it was just a joy to watch it because there's just no ad not even between overs at times so so i i i'm actually i'm thinking about this maybe i should give up on the indian cricket team and follow zimbabwe or some other obscure team that has no market in india so that they don't advertise but at the same time there is uh, enough market for a coverage uh, you know by the broadcasters maybe that's the solution be in india follow zimbabwe all right on that uh, extremely depressing note Uh, thanks for coming on the show thanks for uh, spending your time with me uh, and thank you all for yeah. listening okay thanks so much thanks bye Couch Talk